Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. That means that one out of every three Americans knows someone who's committed suicide. Don't give in to the silence. If you are struggling, call 1-800-273-8255 to get the support you need. Today is not the end. Ten little soldier boys went out to dine. One choked his little self and then there were nine. Nine little soldier boys sat up very late. One overslept himself and then there were eight. Eight little soldier boys traveling in Devon. One said he'd stay there and then there were seven. Seven little soldier boys chopping up sticks. One chopped himself in halves and then there were six. Six little soldier boys playing with a hive. A bumblebee stung one and then there were five. Five little soldier boys going out for and for the law. One got into chancery, and then there were four. Four little soldier boys going out to sea. A red herring swallowed one, and then there were three. Three little soldier boys were walking in the zoo. A big bear hugged one, and then there were two. Two little soldier boys playing with a gun. One shot the other, and then there was one. One little soldier boy left all alone. He went out and hanged himself, and then there were none. Cold Case Gone Hot, the podcast where we revisit cold cases and give them some fresh eyes. We're your hosts, Claire Montague and Beth Holloway. Today, we will be pulling out a very mysterious case from 1939. Soldier Island was never the same after 10 strangers all mysteriously died. All our victims are potential suspects, which is why this case went cold. The main victim and suspect we're discussing today is Vera Claythorne, a former governess believed to be visiting the island for a summer job opportunity. Let's take a look at Vera's past. On the 11th day of August, 1935, Cyril Hamilton, the young boy whom Vera took care of, drowned on the Devon coast. Vera actually plays a very big role in his drowning, whether she's viewed as his hero or his suspect. This happens to be a very controversial story because of the relationship she had with the witnesses. Acquaintances would see her view, would view her as a hero, whereas those closest to her would be skeptical of her motives and the part she played in the drowning. We are here today with Cyril's mother, Miss Hamilton, to expand on the events that took place and to get a better look at her side of the story. Hello, Miss Hamilton. Thank you for being here today. Yes, of course. Anything for my child. Could you please describe what you saw at the time of your child's death? Well, I was by the water, and I saw my child struggling, and I heard Vera yelled for Cyril to swim to the rock. He can't swim. He never came back up for air. I don't think Vera knew this, and if she did, I don't think she would have reacted the same to the situation. Do you think that she knew, but did did this with evil intent because she's self-centered? I do not, nor do I believe calling her self-centered is justified or correct from my perspective. Interesting. Why do you say this? Well, as a mother and a woman, I have always gone with my gut reaction on things, and I saw what I saw, and I know what I know. What I saw was Vera doing what I would have done to save the child, and I know Vera has a good heart. How has the grieving process been with the accusations? Hard, very hard. As a mother going through this, losing a child is incredibly difficult, and seeing people say things about Vera and my child have torn me apart. Thank you, Ms. Hamilton. My question is, did Vera care for him or not? Was his death the ultimate goal, or was it a side effect to a quiet thought in the back of her head? Was she panicked or relieved when she didn't see Cyril come back up for air? Because, obviously, she would have benefited from his death, right? Her love interest, Hugo, who happened to be Cyril's uncle, would inherit the money that otherwise would have gone to Cyril. We actually got the chance to interview Hugo and got to hear his perspective. Funny enough, his point of view sharply contrasts with Ms. Hamilton's heroic view of Vera's actions. Hugo Hamilton met Vera during the time she spent at the family estate as a nanny for Cyril. 
As they grew closer, this led us to wonder what Vera would be willing to do for Hugo. Let's see what he has to say about this. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to have been given this opportunity because it is finally folk forces me to face the feelings I have been avoiding since the incident with Cyril. Could you elaborate on that, please? After Cyril died, Vera became far more reserved, and she eventually left. I shut the world out. So, would you say that your love clouded your judgment, Vera? Absolutely. It was a known fact that I would have inherited the estate if Cyril was born a girl. But I was never jealous of him. I feel like Vera was always silently judging me for my love of Cyril. She was confused on how I could love someone who took what could have been mine. Love goes beyond personal happiness. And that never resonated with her. Some people are so self-involved they don't realize the damage they're doing to others. Definitely. After Vera left me, I had plenty of time to think. I thought about my romantic emotions, and I learned to cope with the loss of Cyril. Vera, Vera was the last person who saw Cyril alive, and if she had been doing her job, she wouldn't have been gotten distracted. So, what are you hinting at here, Hugo? I think that Vera Claythorne intentionally neglected Cyril that day, and she, she is responsible for his death. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Hugo. I know how hard it was to discuss Vera. The YMCA is offering swimming lessons to get your deep end bracelet. Come to the YMCA at 2 p.m. every Saturday throughout the months of April through June and take the endurance test. If the bracelet recipient is under 16, the parent or guardian is required to be on the property. If over 16, you must have a signed waiver saying you are allowed to swim. Hearing Hugo's side of the story, Vera's claim for innocence has just become a lot more complicated. Absolutely, Clara, especially with how close Hugo was with Vera. You can definitely tell there had to be some level foul play. To tie it back to the events that took place on Soldier Island, I'm conflicted on whether or not Vera had it in her to commit all of the other murders. Do we know if Vera felt any remorse or guilt after what happened with Cyril? I mean, even people who are present when a death takes place typically find a way to twist the situation around to take part of the blame. Hugo made it very clear to us that he lost all connection with Vera, which could also factor into her motives with the Soldier Island case. I know that if I lost someone I thought I would spend the rest of my life with, I would probably be in a pretty bad place, too. The difference is how long you let yourself fall down the rabbit hole. If Vera was responsible for Cyril's death, she's having to learn to cope with losing the love of her life and murdering a child she was supposed to look after. That would definitely drive someone to insanity. <laughs> this is Profiling 101. It's all about how you learn to handle trauma. There are unhealthy and healthy ways of uh, coping. In this case, Vera's coping mechanism potentially led to a psychotic break, as seen in the Soldier Island case. Say that she did kill the other nine people on the island with her, the emotional impact that murder has on your sanity would lead you to basically dig your own grave. Carrying the weight of nine dead souls? No one is strong enough to do that without hitting a breaking point. Dr. Diana Beckett is one of the top FBI forensic scientists in America. She is actually the one that reopened this case and began to analyze and reevaluate evidence and statements that only led to dead ends. Really taking that dead end and turning it into a highway. transition music. Sorry, Beth. Clara, let's get back on track. Right. Anyways, Dr. Beckett is here with us today and is going to dive into the new information that she has uncovered since the case was left untouched for 82 years. Hello. Great to be here. Thank you for joining us today. We would love to ask you some questions about the work you've been doing over the past few years. I'm happy to be here. I'm curious, Dr. Beckett, would you consider Vera a psychopath, given the events in her past and her character as a whole? No, she would not be identified as a psychopath. I would consider her a very self-involved person instead, as if we were treating her as the Soldier Island Killer. Please elaborate. 
Most psychopaths lack feelings of guilt and remorse. Even her cause of death communicates that it was hard for her to live with herself. I would identify her as a mission-oriented or mission mass murderer. Her crime with Cyril was untouched against the law because there's no evidence that she set Cyril up for failure. Could you expand on what it means to be a mission-oriented killer? I would classify Vera as a mission-oriented killer because, like you said, she was self-involved and her guilt was something she couldn't handle alone. It overwhelmed her to the point where she had to take action and not only punish herself, but drag down other people in similar situations as her. Everyone that was invited to the island had committed crimes that the law could not touch similar to Vera's. So, in simpler terms, her mission was to make people aware that there are others like her who deserve punishment for their crimes. Vera's charm could also have led the majority of the controversy in this case. Similar to Ted Bundy, he seemed very non-threatening, and his charm opened up the opportunities to kill. Likewise with Vera, she comes across as a very caring governess who wants what's best for the child. Exactly. It's human nature to want to believe what's best in those who are being accused of something they claim they didn't do. Thank you for your time, Dr. Beckett. After hearing Dr. Beckett analyze this case, we have a lot of things to conclude. We can see how this case can be so controversial because of our witnesses' statements. We're going to have to review our witness statements one more time. Mrs. Hamilton sees Vera as a saint, this hero figure who attempted to save her child, unlike Hugo's perspective of Vera, which is more skeptical and suspicious because of her of past knowledge and unrevealed information. Like Dr. Beckett said, this probably led her into a spiral because of the guilt and shame that came with carrying this with her. She is accepting the lie of being the hero, which causes her to take action. Our conclusion with this case is that she was more than capable of committing the murders that took place on Soldier Island. She had to spread the blame of her past on the others that had committed similar crimes so that she didn't feel alone in her actions. In this case, Vera strongly believes that punishment and crime go hand in hand and that punishing others would not be fair unless she punished herself along with them. Vera commits suicide because she realizes that she is one of them. If punishment is fitting for the other nine, then it must be fitting for her too.